0: Hey KPFA listeners and California activists, this year marks the 60th anniversary of Pacifica Foundation, a beacon for listener-supported non-commercial free media since 1949. You can help keep KPFA radio alive and get your voice heard by running for your KPFA station board and voting for the listener candidates. Nominations are now open for the 2009 KPFA Local Station Board election. As part of the board, you will help ensure that KPFA programming continues to represent the diverse voices of our community. Please visit Pacifica.org slash elections for more information and contact the KPFA Local Elections Supervisor to receive a nomination packet by writing an email to election at kpfa.org. Or call 510-848-6767,
1: extension 626. And you're listening to 94.1 KPFA Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. Stay tuned for cover to cover.
2: Welcome to Open Book. I'm your host, Nina Serrano. Today's program focuses on place in poetry and song. We'll go to many places El Salvador, San Francisco's Mission District, the Oakland Flea Market, and the Land of Fantasy. We'll begin with the radio premiere of Salvadoran poet Jorge Agueta's poem, Close to the Fire. Inspired by the historic victory of the FMLN. This past March, poet Jorge Argueta wrote a wonderful testimony to that election called Close to the Fire. In this snapshot like free verse poem, one hears the voice of a country that has endured and suffered and finally conquered with a political victory over a party that ruled this tiny Central American country for over 20 years. Jorge Argueta says of this poem, quote, After a bloody civil war that lasted 12 years in El Salvador, it is estimated that more than 100,000 lives were lost and almost half a million Salvadorans were forced into exile throughout the world. In 1992, the FMLN, Farabundo Martí National Liberation Front, and the military government agreed to end this civil war and signed a peace agreement. Despite this action, El Salvador continued to be governed by this bloody right-wing government. The Arena Party, founded by Major Roberto Dobuzón, kept the same structure and policies from the past. Dobuzón is one of the most infamous... Infamous assassins, El Salvador and the entire American continent has come to know. His most horrific crime was the assassination of the beloved priest, Monsignor Arnulfo Romero. The Arena Party had been in power for 20 years. In March 2009, El Salvador decided its destiny via the electrical electoral process between Arena and the FMLN. This is what I witnessed. End quote. And now the poem, Close to the Fire, by Jorge
3: Argueta. Close to the Fire, victory poem. I return to El Salvador and I find a brave country, a strong country, a melancholic country, a singing country, a sobbing country, a dreaming country. I find in El Salvador a country full of hope, a country full of happiness, a country that fiercely says, enough already, a people's country that is tired of waiting and say, we want change, and we want it now. We are hungry now. We need change now, not tomorrow. Close to the fire, I return to El Salvador to be witness of the change. I look around and all around me like flames of the fireflies on cars, the flags of the FMLN. The young people are shouting, Long live the FMLN. The old men and women are shouting, Long live El Salvador. The children are shouting, Long live the FMLN. The people are shouting, Long live the FMLN. Long live El Salvador. Close to the fire, I think about the war years. When you were shoot dead, if you dare to speak up. For shoot dead, if you remain quiet. Everything has changed. Close to the fire, I want to shout. Long live the FM land, but strangely I am terrified. I feel as I felt in the 80s, and I'm afraid I might get captured by the National Guard. The military police might capture me and torture me and kill me like my brothers, like my sisters. Close to the fire, I cry with joy, with fire, with sadness. I ask myself, where are the gorilla fighters from the 70s and the 80s? They are dead in the hills of Guasapa, dead in the battles of the 14 provinces of El Salvador, no they are not dead today they are coming to cast their boats they built this day they left these for all salvadorians to see close to the fire i asked myself over again where have the gorilla fighters gone some of them left us wet back for the united states some were captured and deported but since they are salvadorians And no, no shame. And hunger is bigger than humiliation and dignity. They kept on coming back over and over again. Now they live painting houses and cities around the USA. Selling cars, selling insurances. Insurances that assured them that for sure they are safe here. For sure they are safe. For sure they have saved their lives. For sure they are not coming back. For sure they are not going to kill anyone and no one will kill them here. For sure someday they might get back to El Salvador. Close to the fire, far from the fire. For sure one day they might learn English. They are sure one day they will become U.S. citizens or at least legal residents close to the fire. They know for sure their kids, although they don't want to learn Spanish, for sure they will never go hungry. And like many Salvadorians, they might become a mayor of some city. As a Salvadorian, I know who is a mayor in a city of Southern California. Like a musician, composer of children's songs, Salvadorian. Like a writer, I know, Salvadorian. Like a woman lawyer, Salvadorian. Like a doctor, I know, Salvadorian. Like a teacher, like a thief, like a prostitute, Salvadorian. Close to the fire, a gang member speaks very little Spanish. He was jailed since the 80s, and now the porter brings not even a dollar. He brings tattoos. Like my friend Petunia, who cared for horses in a Texas stable before being the porter. Now he lives in a rundown down home in the Modelo neighborhood with his young son and women. Petunia, my childhood friend, tells me, Sadness and cold made an alcoholic out of me. Petunia, whom I haven't seen in 30 years, tells me when I had just arrived, I will get on buses and say, Salvadorian friends, I am a recent deportee from the U.S. I will sing some oldies and English. This way, I collected some quarters for my drinking habit, because as I told you, from the United, I returned an alcoholic. Now I drink no more, thanks to God, my boy and my woman. Now I want to leave. I want to see the change, I want to see the victory of the FMLN. Close to the fire, I think of the Salvadorians who left for Australia. The other day, I ran into my old friend Ricochet's father. He's over 80 years old. Look, he says, this place, Australia, is really far I had to cross ocean waters to go see my children. This Australia is truly far. I am not going back there. My sons are okay there. They are not returning, and I am going back no more. Come on, let's go have some pupusitas. I think of Rosita, the daughter of a lady whom I call Mama Rosa. Rosita left for Italy. Sometimes she sends me a few pesos. I'd rather she will come back home. They tell me that Italian Mira is really up. My daughter tells me sometimes she hides for days for fear of being deported. Mama Rosa is eighty, and with machete in hand, she cuts every little branch in her path and uses it in her wooden stove. Her older daughter Sheila never finished her journey to Mexico, to the United States. She made it only to Mexico. She returned from Mexico. She was sent back from Mexico. She came back from Mexico with a Mexican little girl. And now she has more boys, more girls, more grandchildren, more granddaughters. Now, Chila continues running. Running, she goes from place to place trying to learn some kind of work. She makes chilates, sells tortillas, baby seats, run errands. She never stops running. She runs even when her head hurts. She runs from the San Jacinto market to the the San Salvador main market. When she returns, she brings beans, rice, tomatoes, onions, hope, and FMLN flags among her grocery bags. Laughing like a little girl who plays hopscotch, Chila says, We will win. Close to the fire, we will win we are going to win the FMLN is going to win a taxi driver told me this situation will change The situation must change after so many years this situation must change imagine this I took my son to the hospital after spending all night there I came out of the hospital with my boy still shaking sick and with a piece of paper but this ends here now in March 2009 after 30 years Change has come. We are going to have medicine for our children. Close to the fire. Sitting next to a light pole. A boy who sniffs glue. A boy who eats fire. A boy who cleans car windows. A boy who is trying to hide from the meat-burning sun. When I pass by him, he says with an angelic drunk voice. Pure FMLN, right? We will win. Close to the fire the volcano filled me with memories. I think of my friends who were killed. I think of all the dead. I think of all those who disappeared and the ones who were tortured. And the mothers who still cry for their sons and the fathers who still can't accept their son, daughter, are dead and would never come back home. Close to the fire, I think of Monsignor Romero's words. No, to violence. Stop the repression. and the name of God, stop the violence. Close to the fire. I think of the Spaniards who tried to put out the fire. They couldn't. They tried, but couldn't. They could not put out the fire. Far from the fire. Close to the fire. More than 500 years ago. I think of Anastasio Aquino. King of the Nonualco Indians. Long live the Nonualco Indians. Long live Anastasio Aquino. Long live Feliciano Ama, who goes on living and loving his people, who still stands from the Isalco volcano. Long live Farabundo Martí. Long live forever all the Salvadorian martyrs. Close to the fire, an old man says, I don't know what is the big problem of the arena, San Pari, San." will always be needed to repair everything the last twenty years. Close to the fire, the hour of truth has arrived, said a woman. Today is the turn of the people. Now is when, she said, yelling at the top of her lungs. Today is when my son will come back. Today Monseñor Romero leaves again. Today all the political prisoners are free and are coming back home. Close to the fire, another woman yells, Today my husband is coming back home. Today my sister is coming back home. Today my boys who were killed by the National Guard are coming home. Today we have future again. San Salvador streets are rivers of red flags. People cry, people laugh. A woman, a mother, yells with sorrow, with joy as she rises towards the sky, the pictures of her sons. This victory belongs to you and to all the comrades who today are alive again. Long live El Salvador, long live the FMLN. Close to the fire, children play and sing. As they dance around and around, they sway their little hands, red like flags. The sun shines in their faces. They chirp with voices of Guacachilla birds. With voices of talapo birds. With voices of parakeets. With voices of hummingbirds. Today we have future again. They gently sing. Long live the FMLN. We won. You just heard...
2: Jorge Argueta, Salvadoran poet, reading his poem, Close to the Fire. This next poem is by me, Nina Serrano, about San Francisco's Mission District. It's part of a CD put together by Mama Coat, Francisco Ferrer, and Alfredo Gomez to create a soundscape of the neighborhood, beginning with the sound effects of the BART train pulling into the 24th and Mission Station and the popular cultural iconic figures playing the songs they've been singing in the local cafes from their native lands over the last two years and reciting their poems. The CD is called Mission Bohemia. There's going to be a CD release party on July 10th, and I'll tell you more about that. Well, this poem is mine, and it covers the history of the Mission District in San Francisco. story I arrived in the mission in 1961 the first thing I discovered were the hills of Dolores Street at corner grocery I filled a bag with round oranges stuffing it into a flimsy baby stroller and pushing my daughter uphill The hill resisted the weight of the package and child. The bag broke. First one, two, then twelve oranges I could not catch rolled down the bumpy streets. My first night in the mission, the fruit bowl stood empty on the table. On the second day in the mission... People on the 14 mission bus talked with Irish accents. Irish bars, Irish priests, a strong Irish presence in the older businesses. A few Italians sprinkled in among the rapidly opening taquerias and signs saying, Se habla español. Flash forward just a few years. The churches delivered services in Spanish. The library offered books in Spanish. The police busting Los Siete, sweeping the streets for young Latino males to pin the killing of a cop on. Free Los Siete mobilizations shouting, Basta ya! Above the loud clatter of the building of the BART system. The fashion took on the Che Guevara look. By the 1970s, the refugees and exiles began to fill the cafes with their intensities and passions, adding the colors of their causes to the murals. Mothers met at City Hall to demand welfare justice, to be greeted with armed men in the four corners of the lobby pointing guns at them. Unafraid, the women raised their voices to protect their children's needs. By the 1980s, one side of the BART station was called Plaza Sandino and the other Plaza Farabundo Martín. Mayor Moscone and city supervisor Harvey Milk were assassinated by an ex-policeman to stop their open and welcoming administration. The grief went all the way uphill to the Castro. By the 1990s, the gentrification of the dot-coms saw newly built condos, lofts, and rents rise. Till the bubble burst, leaving people looking around to see who was left and what they were doing. Army Street came Cesar Chavez. By the 21st century, the older murals faded with the pentimento process, peeling layers of time and urban grime the sun, the sun still propelling us to arise every morning to take our places in the task of repairing the world. You just heard my poem, The Mission Story, from the new CD, Mission Bohemia. The release party will be held this Friday, July 10th at the Brava Theater in San Francisco, on York and 24th Street. Many of the poets and musicians you just heard or that are on the CD will be performing. The next three poems are about Vieques, an island right off Puerto Rico, from the CD Wild Poppies, a poetry jam across prison walls as poets, honor, poet, translator, and political prisoner Marilyn Buck. This little set begins with Puerto Rican poet Carlos Quiles. The background sound is rain falling on a tin roof where it was recorded. The next is by New yorkian poet and Berkeley resident Peary Thomas. And the third by Berkeley poet Aya de Leon. All three deal with Vieques, a pristine, beautiful island of white sand and warm Caribbean waters right off Puerto Rico that was being used by the U.S. Navy for practicing military maneuvers.
1: solidaridad Vieques isla de la mañana clara jamás la he visto sin embargo la conozco por su valor su testimonio de necesidad me llama a su lado marcharía a su lado sino que no sea posible cantaré por usted un canto de resistencia un canto de reclamo un canto de vivir cuyo latido de corazón echará un día al buitre yanqui que escupe veneno sobre su cuerpo su isla que nunca se diera detrás de las murallas carcelarias cada día canto para usted vieques canto de sus marchas canto de su desafío canto versos de necesidad que sea usted liberada del ave de rapiña sepulturera canto una canción de solidaridad junto con los compas encarceladas, detrás de las murallas. Estuviéramos con usted, si fuera posible.
4: Marilyn Buck says with her heart, Beques, I have never seen you, only in your valor. Your testimony of necessity calls me to your side. I would march for you if only I could. I will chant for you a resistant chant, a reclamation chant, a life chant, whose heartbeat will drive up the Yankees, bird of prey that spew poison on your vibrant flesh. Vieques, you never give up. From behind these prison walls, each day I sing a song for you, Vieques. I sing a song of your martyrs. I sing a song of defiance. I sing a song of your necessity to be free from graveyard birds of prey. I sing a song of solidarity together with my compass behind the walls. We would be there if we could. Marilyn Buck, compañera, presente
0: my name is vieques i'm a puerto rican girl my stepfather is the united states he comes into my room at night to do his business my name is vieques i used to dream that spain my real father would come back and rescue me but he's gone for good i have only the faint and echoing voices of africana and taina ancestors telling me that I can survive this. My name is Vieques. When my body started to change, my stepfather dressed me in a clingy, itchy dress smile. He told me, smile at the nice foreign military man and pushed me towards him. The military man was not nice. His skin was pasty. His breath smelled. I couldn't understand his language. He came into my room and did his business. My name is Vieques. Sometimes my stepfather sells me to whole groups. He calls them allied forces. I fought back the best I could with chains and live bodies and fishing boats. It happened anyway. My name is Vieques. I am still fighting back. I am bigger and stronger now. I have put a church, an encampment, a struggle up at my bedroom door. My stepfather can't get in. He has not been able to do his business for months now. Longer than I ever dreamed. My name is Without the shock of constant bombardment, the numbness is subsiding. I look at my body and see the devastation. Lagoons like self-esteem have dried up to nothingness. My womb is wilting with radiation from illegally used uranium ammunition. Where my skin was once lush and soft, I am scarred. Old tanks like cigarette burns dot my flesh. Unexploded bombs like memories... May detonate in the future when chosen lovers touch me in the wrong spot or without warning. My name is Vieques. The numbness is subsiding. Tender shoots of grass push up towards the sky. A lizard sneaks back to sun itself on a chunk of shrapnel. A butterfly alights on a rusted out jet. Fish slowly make their way back toward my shores, no longer reverberating with shockwaves of violation. My name is Vieques. This is my body. It may be worth $80 million a year to you, Yankee, but it is priceless. To me, my door is Bard I have burned the clingy itchy dress the encampment grows stronger the fish the lizards the grass the butterflies stand with me I'll never be the same but I'll never be yours again to do your dirty business my name is Vieques and I will be free Viva Vieques libre Viva Puerto Rico libre <laughs>
2: You just heard three poems from Wild Poppy produced by Freedom Archives, www.freedomarchives.org and the poets were Ana de Leon, Piri Thomas, and Carlos Quiles. The next poem is a song from a place in our collective fantasy called the land of mother goose it's titled this is the house that blacks built from the opera performance art imperial silence un opera muerto by john j lianus and the song is this is the house that blacks built
4: this is the man who drew up the plane to construct the house that blacks built this is the land stowed by the man That holds up the house that blacks built This little man who swindled that land Had plenty of guns, germs, and liquor His manifest plan to draw lines in the sand From blankets that made us sicker At first the blacks were unwilling to build But the whites had guns and were willing to kill Before long, much blood had been spilled In front of the house that blacks built This house now lies in disrepair Its descendants remain in deep despair Guess who is left standing there To scrub the floor, walls, and stairs A Mexican A Mexican A Mexican Mexican a Mexican A Mexican
2: A Mexican A Mexican You just heard this is the house that blacks built by John J. Lianos and this has been Nina Serrano hoping you enjoyed the show and wishing you a very pleasant afternoon and thanks to Seatone. tone for engineering. I never
4: understand what's wrong with the house that blacks built. You? Tune in a full circle on July 3rd at 7 p.m.